Welcome to this podcast message from Kingdom Faith. open your heart to him now just afresh just say Jesus come and do whatever you want to do in my heart in my life because he's here he's here this morning and I, I feel like he's, he wants to come in and just drive everything out in this place that's not of him so Jesus we welcome we welcome you come in like a conquering king this morning and just take our hearts would you be Lord would you really be Lord on my heart this morning, on my life this morning, would you be Lord? Just talk to Him now. Just take a moment just to talk to Him. Just give Him your heart. Just lift your heart up to Him. Because He wants to come. I I feel like there's so much in His heart that He wants to do this morning. Jesus, Jesus. Come with your fire, God. Come with your fire this morning. I pray that you would wreck us this morning, wreck our hearts. I don't want to do church as usual. God, I don't want to just go through the motions this morning. I pray that history would be made this morning in this place. I don't, I don't know what you guys came expecting this morning, but I, I feel like God wants to make history this morning. He wants to so mark us this morning. This is not just another Sunday. It's not just another meeting. Don't miss this moment. Just lift your heart to Him right now. Just adore Him. Just worship Him. Just let thanksgiving come out of your heart. Jesus, we love You. We need You, Jesus. We're desperate for You this morning. Like little kids, God, we come at Your feet this morning and just say, we're we're lost without You. We're lost without You, Jesus. We have no hope. We have nothing without You. Show us, our, show us our need afresh this morning. Show us our bankruptcy apart from you this morning. Oh, I pray, Jesus, that you would come and have your way. Come and convict our hearts. Come and stir us. Come and challenge us. I saw, just as we're worshipping, I saw God was coming with like, he had a knife in his hand like a scalpel and that he wanted to do a deep work and, and just cut things away in our hearts this morning that have just that have been there for way too long. Apathy, just growing weary, just doing church, going through the motions. So God, I thank you for first love this morning, being restored. I thank you for hearts burning for you in this place. strength is made perfect in our weakness.
you know, it's funny, the, the two scriptures that were shared this morning um, from Ephesians 6 and um, uh, Revelation 1. So I read Revelation 1 this morning and God was speaking to me about Jesus coming on the clouds with fire. And Ephesians 6, where's Josh? Ephesians 6, um, I was reading yesterday and God wants us to know that we're at war. And that, that the battle that's going on is, is it's real. Um, and I, I just sense in my heart that he's wanting to just wake us up this morning to the reality of, of what's going on, of um, the spiritual war, the lives, the real lives that are being just literally ripped into hell there are people who are going to hell all around us you know and, and people don't even as I say that word hell some people I can feel like this you know there's resistance like well that's a bit serious but I feel like God wants us he wants it to hit home this morning in our hearts that we're at war and there are there are real lives at stake and we can't afford to just do church we can't afford to be fake and just be like yeah Jesus I love you and then go into the workplace and just push him aside and that's part of what I want to talk about this morning is um, there's this thing of fear thanks Claire amazing so I just I felt like yeah this morning God was wanting me to just share my journey with with fear and and um just the struggle that it's been for me. Fear of man has been just this, it's been like a God. It's been like an idol in my life. And the enemy has been for way too long. It's just run rampant in my life. And fear has sat on the throne of my heart. And I know that it's, it's, it's true for a lot of us here where we can, you know, for me, it's like I'm a worshiper. I love to worship Um you know, I'll, I'll happily spend, you know, hours in my room just worshiping God and worshiping here in church. And, but what happens when I go out into the workplace? What happens when I'm on the street? I'm in the supermarket. You know, is my love for Him is it actually real, or is it just does it happen, kind of just in certain places, exclusive places? Um, and God's had to do a real work within me over this thing of fear. Um, even the, f the fact that I'm standing here today is an absolute miracle like I'll tell you my story like just briefly um, even just going thinking back to high school days where um, anytime I had to do an oral presentation in front of the classroom you know give a, a, sp a speech for school I would always skip class or I would um make some excuse I, w I could never face it I could never stand up in front of people and and speak you know not even like a room of 10 people I couldn't do it and the enemy had so like just crippled me by this thing called fear and now I'm beginning to realize like why he he's tried to attack me so much in this area is because like God wants God wants to use me to set people free and he wants to do the same for for each one of you 
He wants to bring us out from underneath this thing because it's, it's, just, it's just got way out of hand. They're just I just see it everywhere. There's just so much fear in the church and it's like, at what point do we stop and go, like, I, I'm not going to bow to fear anymore. Like, I, I actually want to make Jesus Lord. I don't want fear to be Lord of my heart. So I had to like, I had to really get serious with God because I could see that this thing of fear was like, was killing me and I couldn't be me. I couldn't be free. I was singing songs like, you know, who's, who the sun sets free is free indeed, but I felt so bound inside. And, um, but it, it started for me just a, a journey of really seeking God, of just like I was, where I just find myself on my knees, like, God, you have to become more real to me than this fear. That was my prayer. You have to break this thing off me because because it's not just about me it's about what he wants to do with my life there are so many people that he wants to set through set free through my life and if i'm bound by fear so many pe- there are so many people out there who never get healed and never hear the gospel and it's because i've submitted to this thing called fear and i've given it i've made it lord of my heart so i, I had to get very real with god and even over the last few weeks i've sh- i shared a bit of it already a few weeks ago this is part two, I guess. Um, I, had to, I just had to get really real with God and just start taking his word seriously. This is, this is the big one. It's like Jesus, is, he's either real, he either lives in me and he's alive and he's the same Jesus who walked on water and called Lazarus out of the tomb that same Jesus is here today or is not? But like we have to think about these things. Like, and God, over the last few weeks particularly, he's, been, he's like, I want to bring you out of the gray zone, the gray area. Heaven and hell is either real or it's not. We have to, we have to decide. And God's been saying to me, it's like you need to get you need to get clear within yourself over these things. There's either, there's, there's either going to be a day in time where we all stand before him, the Father, or there's not. And we might as well, always, we might as well just pack up and go home. Is that true? Like, like we either believe the Bible or we don't. And this is, this is what like God's wanting us to really, he's wanting to sober us. You know, and this is not a condemning word. Like he's, he speaks in this way because he wants to stir our hearts because of what he wants to do and what's, what's coming. Because he wants to bring people, just the hundreds and the thousands. He wants to bring them in. He wants to heal the sick. He wants to raise the dead, cast out demons, the whole lot. But he has to do a work in us first. Like he has to become real to me before he becomes real to those out, me, out, out in the workplace, out in the world, you know. I heard someone say this week, you know, if it's not real to you, people won't want what you have. If it's not real to me, and when I say real, I don't mean 
you know, on a Sunday, yeah, praise the Lord. And then Monday morning, it's like, oh, cursing my boss. I don't want to go to work. It's like, like, that's, that's inconsistent, right? <laughs> so God's, yeah, God's, for me, it's just been like, I want to I wanna just rip the gray, just pull you out of this gray area. And I want to be Lord of your life, actually be Lord. Um, one of the other things I saw, I had a vision last week, I had this picture. So I was, in, I was just spending time with God and I said, God, I, I don't know what I need to do, but I'm, I'm just hungry. I'm hungry for more of you. I need, to see, I need to see you move. Like I'm reading this Bible, but I'm not seeing... I'm not seeing this stuff. And that's how real, God wants us to get that real with him. You know, he's not intimidated by those kinds of prayers and that kind of talk. Like we have to be like, he just, because he sees it all anyway, he sees our hearts. And, um, And I, was, I had this vision and I was like, God, I'm, I'm hungry for more of you. What do I need to do? And um, I saw Jesus and he was, standing, he was standing on the streets with his arms open. And then as soon as I saw that, it was, there was, like, it was like fear was trying to get into my heart because I, I knew exactly what that picture meant when I saw that. He's like, if you, and he said to me, if you want more of me, here I am. And I'm not, you know, hear me clearly, I'm not saying we all need to go out and just be, you know, wild, <laughs> crazy people on the street. The street for you might mean, it might mean your workplace, it might mean your family member who doesn't know Jesus. But this morning, he wa- he's trying to wake us up, he's trying to wake us up to take us beyond just doing church and doing meetings and singing songs to like to be seriously equipped to be full of power to be full of the spirit and to be bold we're called tom i don't know if you've got that scripture um the righteous are as bold as a lion Uh, it is in yeah if you want to open your bibles proverbs 28 verse 1 says the wicked flee though no one pursues but the righteous are as bold as a lion you know this is his will this is not to be bold as a lion this is not just for the you know for the leaders of the church or the pastors he's wanting to make every single one of us bold as a lion and i feel like yeah the just God's going to break off just the silence. We've been talking about it recently, just about the enemy is just, he just loves, he would love to just keep us silent. 
to keep us just doing meetings like this. The enemy loves it. If we're not having any impact on the world, he, he absolutely loves it. He's like, yeah, cool. Great. But I'm just like, when, when, when is enough enough? When do we draw the line in the sand and say, I'm, I'm not, Jesus, you're either real or you're not. Like, you either want your kingdom to come on earth as it is in heaven or you don't, you know? And I just feel like, man, we need to go after this thing. We need to go after him. Because there's way too much at stake. So I'll give you an example. Because like, been, God's been hitting me on a lot of this stuff over the last few weeks and has been challenging me to step out. And Yeah, it's been... Um, it's been a challenge, but it's been the best th- like few weeks of my life because I, f- I feel like he set me free on a whole in a whole new way. And he's, I'm seeing him s- starting to really set people free around me as well. As I get free, other people get free. It's fun. And um, so I was, I'm a music teacher and um, I was doing kind of the same old teaching one of my students this week on Wednesday afternoon and... Um, he came into the lesson, he's, he's, he told me he busted his shoulder and he was playing football and he, yeah, he really hurt it. Anyway, immediately when he said that, I knew, like God spoke to me, said, you need to pray for him. And then immediately, like, the, you know, the rationale kicks in and I, uh, um, I could lose my job if I pray. You know, he's only 15. I've got a good relationship with with his parents and... You know, we're, we're, we're good. You know, we're on good terms. Um, but God was like, he just, I, you know, you know when he speaks, right? You just can't, you just rep- it's on repeat. So I just said to him, you know, I, I hesitated a bit, but I was like, no, I've got to do this. Because this stuff is either, this Bible is either real or it's not. Jesus, your words are either true or they're not. So I, so I just said to him, um, I asked him what happened and we talked a bit and I said, can I pray for you? Because he knows I believe in God, but, but that's kind of it. That's all he knows. And uh, I said, I've, like, I've seen God do crazy things, you know, good crazy things. <laughs> so I said, can I pray for you? And he's like, he, I think he thought I was joking at first. And um, <laughs> he was kind of like an awkward laugh. I'm like, no, seriously. And I stood up and I just said, I just put my hand on his shoulder and I said, some real short prayer like, just be healed in the name of Jesus. And I said, now just move it around. And he started to do this. And he said, what the F? As he was moving it around. And, he, and then he dropped his head and he was, I could see he was like, what's going on? This is, he was, yeah, he was tripping out. He was, he's like, I don't know what, what to say, what to do. But this is it, like this is, this is, and then it's, just, it's something as simple as that, just stepping out and saying, just taking a risk. But for, for most of us, most people in the church, if we're honest, we're like we wouldn't even, we wouldn't even get into the ring, so to speak. Um, but God is, God's just so ready to prove himself and show himself strong on our behalf as scripture says and we just need to do it we just need to like just divorce fear completely 
draw a line in the sand and, and, and really start to take his word seriously. You know, Jesus, if you've said it, then I believe it. And I'm, I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to keep doing it until, until I see results. Um, yeah, and I something else that I just felt like was very important for us to, to know this morning is just, it's something I've been realizing as well, is how afraid the devil is. I've, I've felt so much attack this week just from, because I, I, kn- I know that God's wanting me to release this word and I've felt so much resistance. Um, why is it, why, and why, is, why have I felt the attack? It's because the devil's afraid. If you think your fear of man is bad, just check out the devil. You, see, you, should ought, you ought to see how afraid he is of his future, of you believing what Jesus says about you. And yeah, <laughs> don't distract me, Nate. But it's it's so true. Like he's doing. I, I've seen it in my life so clearly. Like he's tr- he's tried to do everything he he can to just keep me from believing, believing God, and and really stepping into just the calling that God's put on my life. It's almost like you know if if he can. If we get over the fear of man, it's game over. That's almost like what I've what I've been sensing. Like, and I felt I felt all of heaven rejoicing this week, and over the last few weeks, just as I stepped out and just seen, you know, this is not about me. I'm not hear me. I'm not trying to boast in myself at all. It's all Him. It's all God. But all of heaven is behind us, you know. When we step out and we just love someone, we just take a moment just to share Jesus and. Just be real, not weird, not weird with people. Just be like, you know, hey, Jesus, Jesus loves you so, so much. You know, and, and I think some of us as well, and this is the other thing I wanted to, to look at, is some of the lies that we've believed. Because I feel like God just wants to blow this whole thing open this morning. That some of us are waiting for like crazy words of knowledge or like, you know, whatever something really spiritual before we share Jesus with someone, but the gospel is, is powerful. Saying Jesus, you know, if you, if you tell someone that Jesus loves them, you know, with love in your heart, that's powerful. Don't let the enemy tell you that's not powerful. Some of the lies that we've believed. Oh, I, I feel excited. I feel excitement this morning because I, I, I can just feel the enemy afraid even now as I speak. Just, <laughs> Just expose it because God's going to, he's just going to expose these liars and just break these things that maybe some of us have believed all our lives. One of the lies is, oh, I'm not an evangelist. I'm not an evangelist. <laughs> I mean, ask these guys. These guys are good friends, like you guys know as well. Like, I'm not, I'm not an evangelist. I'm a worshiper. But like, the question is, do I love Jesus? Or I'm not an introvert, or, or I'm an introvert is another one we believe. I'm not, you know, I don't know if you guys know Todd White with the dreadlocks, and he's this crazy evangelist guy. Um, 
we some you know most a lot of us look at him and think oh you know yeah that's great you know he, Todd's an evangelist and you know he's an extrovert I'm the complete opposite so you can just throw that lie out if you've believed that lie just just wave it goodbye the other thing as well is like the enemy's tried to tell us that you know this this kind of stuff is for radical Christians. Yeah, that's not true. The other one is yeah, th- and this this is w- this is the one that I had to face this week. It's a question. I could lose my job. Question mark. If I step out, I could lose my job. Yeah, and then after, you know I don't have a job, and then how am I going to pay my rent, and then da, 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 and all this you know nonsense. But if I don't if I don't obey God when He's telling me to step out and you know tell someone about Him or whatever, in fear of losing my job, what what am I saying? I'm effectively saying that my job is more important to me than that person's life or where that person's going to spend eternity. I'm going to say that again because I don't, I don't know if everyone got that. If I value my job, losing my job, if I say oh, I can't share the gospel with this person because I might lose my job, what I'm saying effectively is that this person, hang on, wait, I value my, my job more than where this person would spend eternity. Did everyone, does everyone understand that? So do you see what's at stake when we submit to fear? A little moment of fear. Oh, no, what are they going to think of me? I might look silly. We're afraid of being rejected, you know, and God, wants to, God just wants to, he wants to rip that off, us, off us. And it's good. I found, like, man, I've been rejected a few times over the last few weeks. It's been great. Like, it's been necessary you know what I mean? I've needed to die to myself, to my own, to the opinions of man. His opinion is the only opinion that matters. And we have to settle on that. We have to become clear in our hearts that his opinion is, is what is man's opinion in, in, you know, up against God's? But what's at stake if I don't step out and share Jesus on the job or something? There's just way, there's way too much at stake. The other thing as well is like, God wants us to dream a little bit. You know, if, you know, if, we, if, if I pray for Nath, he's in my workplace, he's, he's not saved, he's got a sore knee or something, he gets healed. But God wants to take Nath, that healing, and he wants to save a thousand people. Like we have to think beyond our little moment of fear and how I'm going to feel in that moment. We have to think, man, God's got a plan for that guy's life and he's going to touch thousands through, you know. One touch, one touch from God, you know. And he's, God's wanting to raise our expectancy, as, even as we go into this week. What's possible? Let's dream a little bit, you know. Like, what's possible? Another, another, another lie that 
is is funny as well that this whole thing of being politically correct, you know, and the can you know we need to respect the culture. One one of the lies I believed as well was that I'm not in a season of evangelism, which is like I don't know if anyone. Well, I don't know where I got that from. That's definitely like I'm still I'm still trying to find it in the Bible, but I can't. I'm not in a season of evangelism. <laughs> okay. Or even you know we can look at others. Maybe you're looking at me this morning, thinking, "Oh, you know, it's good for you, Mike. You know, you're you're, you're in your honeymoon period with God." It's good for you. But make it, make it personal. Like, first lo- like Jesus, desi- it's his will that we live in first love. And first love knows no second love. There's no, there's no alternative. There's no other place to live. It's first love and first love. The other thing is the you know the this whole thing of anointing I'm not anointed <laughs> I'm not anointed enough to go I'm not anointed like you or Todd White whatever The God's just lo- he's just looking for hearts who would just say yes to him you know The other thing as well one of the lies is is this lie of disappointment some of us have tried what I'm talking about and, and we've stopped doing it because we've, we've let disappointment creep into our hearts. Maybe you've tried it. I prayed for the sick before it didn't happen. So, so, w- so if you stop, that basically means you're elevating your experience above this, above what the words of Jesus Yeah, disappointment's a killer. And he wants he wants to crush that this morning as well. There was this, I think it was, um, might have been Ben Fitzgerald was shared this picture that he saw. But we're like basically saying, talking about when we withhold the gospel, what we're actually, what we're actually communicating. And when we, when we withhold Jesus from people, it's it's like we've just been into a hospital, and we were sick, and we've been in the hospital, we've been completely healed, come out, and we'd, we've got new life. And then we go out into our into our lives, into the streets, whatever, and there are people dying all around us who are crying out for help. We know where the answer is. The hospital's just down the road. But we don't tell anyone. That's what we're doing. That's what we're... D- when we withhold Jesus from people, that is what we're doing. Because we... 
We're, we're saying, I've been set free by him. Who the Son sets free is free indeed. But I'm going to keep him to myself. But that basically means he hasn't, he hasn't become real enough to me. He hasn't, his word, his truth, who he is has not become real enough to me. And he wants to convince us of how real he is. He wants, to be, he wants us to become the most convinced people. That's what being bold is. Being bold as a lion is being absolutely convinced on what we believe. If the worship team would like to come, please. Just take a moment, just where you are, just close your eyes. God's, God's speaking this morning. There's a lot of different things he's saying. But just make it real, make it personal. What, I'm, what I've been sharing now, just make it personal. And I feel like as I've been talking, God's already just been with that knife. He's just been cutting away. He's been putting his finger on things that just have to go. They can't stay. It's like if we want to come after him, like these, th- these things we've been holding on to just have to die. And if you don't already know, just ask God. Just say, God, what is it? What is it in me that needs to go, that needs to die? Even practically, God, what does it look like? What has to shift in my life? It might mean, for some of you, it might mean just making more room in your schedule just to be with Him, to let yourself get so on fire for Him. Because He wants our hearts to burn with first love. So that what we, what we speak with our mouth, we declare that Jesus is Lord, but we would not just declare it, we would live it as well. He wants consistency. He's, he's, he's ripping out the gray within us this morning. So, Father, I just thank you. I thank you that you're raising up the people in this place, God, who are going to shake this nation and the world, who are going to carry the gospel, who are going to carry this love, who are going to tell the story of what you've done, who are going to boldly proclaim, Jesus, who you are, that you're not just a good idea, but you are the way, the truth, and the life. There is no other way. There's no other hope. When people are in front of us dying with cancer, there's no, what other name can save? What other name can heal in that situation? My friend James and I, James is here this morning. We went, we went, um, to a hospital the other week and um, just looking we're just looking just hungry for God to just use us and just to move to show himself strong in our behalf and we, we found this this um, Indian couple who were probably 50, 60 years old just sat on the bench out at the front of this hospital and we went over I just, I, my heart was just being pulled to them We just spoke to them and told them what we were about, that we believe in Jesus and we've, we've seen him heal. We've seen him 
do amazing things, that he's real to us. It's not just an idea, it's not just a religion, but he's real. He's a real person. And then we just said, you know, is there anything we can pray for? And this man, he said, I have cancer. desperation in his voice when he said that just it broke me like he was crying out for Jesus but he didn't he didn't know he didn't know it was Jesus he needed he just need he needed someone to say to him Jesus Jesus is the answer he'll, he'll fix your problem but people are desperate understand that people are desperate beyond the facades they might have all the money in the world fame success the whole lot but we have to see beyond it we have to get beyond it we have to see the spiritual state and this this couple they were desperate so we just put our arms around him and just pray with him Yeah, I just encourage you just to respond to him. Jesus is calling now. Do whatever you need to do. If you want to stand or you want to come forward, just 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 make a, a like a a step of faith, something a physical act, just to say, Jesus, I'm coming. I don't I don't know. I just I need your help. I know I know I need I need you to change me. I need your love to become more real to me. We can't play games. We cannot play games. We, we don't have enough time to play games. Time is short and Jesus is coming back. And he's not coming back for a church who's just sleeping, who is silent. He's coming back for a church who's serious about what they say. Can I just say as well, your, your decision to respond to God, it might affect it might affect that unsaved family member who doesn't know him. It might affect your, your work colleague who's, who's far, far away from Jesus or your boss who slanders the name of Jesus. Your decision this morning to respond to Jesus and his call could affect the outcome, the destiny of someone's life, the eternity. Yeah, we have, to, we have to get beyond fear. We have to get beyond it. Some of us just really need to divorce fear this morning, even fear in this place of what other people around might think. Just let it go. Who cares? There's way too much at stake. There are lives who need Jesus. There are lives who are crying out for Him. You ha- we, we need Jesus. We have to run to Him this morning. Don't wait. Don't, don't put it off till tomorrow. Yeah, if you want to come forward and, and, and maybe some of the team, the pastors will pray for you, that God will touch you, that He will mark you this morning. I believe that. If you step out and come forward, I believe God's going to mark you this morning. Never the same. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now just talk to Him. Just talk to Him. 
Open your heart. Be real with Him. Just give Him that cry. Give Him the cry of your heart. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources by Kingdom Faith and for our other audio and video podcasts, please visit kingdomfaith.com.